0: have a header uh, over it uh, before verse one starts Uh, mine says a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom his son you know those are sad words to read those are sad words and uh, we're going to cover a little bit of that here just kind of a recap but should any of us ever have to flee from uh, you know really from anybody but especially those that we uh, should be able to to trust um, you know, Absalom we see was a very crafty, uh, very crafty individual that, that wanted to be in charge. He wanted to be in control, and uh, he he went about it in a very sneaky way um, to uh, to start a little coup. And uh, obviously, uh, if you're familiar with the story uh, from Samuel, Second Samuel 13 through 18, uh, you know the end result for him. And, uh, it's a, uh, it's a sad one. And, uh, we see, uh, the temptation there of, uh, I remember Will sharing years ago and, uh, just the, the danger that we have in our heart to tell ourselves that we deserve better, um, and where that leads us. And, uh, that was, that was in the heart of Absalom and he went headlong into it, said, I do deserve better. You know, uh, when, when we have that mindset of I deserve better, um, and uh you know whatever i have here is uh, you know i just i deserve better now uh please don't misunderstand me if if somebody's being uh abused or something like that you most definitely do deserve better that's that's not the context the context is is i'm not being seen as important enough so or i need this i need that and I deserve better. You know, that, that, that uh, you, I think you guys get it. Um, um, So that's a, that's a very scary mindset to have where we are elevating ourselves. If we have that mentality, you know, we can, you know, Isaiah 14 uh, is uh, something where we can see why, what happened with Satan getting cast out of, out of heaven. I will ascend. I will be like the most high. I, I deserve praise. I, you know, that's, that's what got him kicked out. So that pride that, that you know, following that pride is always 100 percent of the time a bad thing, hundred percent of the time for us to follow selfishly after something. So uh, when, when we see here the end result of that, the um, for Absalom, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking. Verse one says, "Lord, how they've increased who troubled me. Many are they who rise up against me." Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. So uh, just breaking this down, this is only, I think, seven verses long, eight verses long. Um, it's a very short psalm, but very powerful. Uh, the the declaration from David, he's writing this, Lord, how they've increased who trouble me. Um, no doubt from the broken heart of a father writing that about his son. Um, but he also lost uh, his uh, his counselor, Ahithophel. Uh, so those those people that he once trusted in life, that he he uh, was able to to trust, and he doesn't have to look behind his back, you know. Um, that that it's uh, you know I, you probably heard it said that you know people will say you know if you've had two or three good good friends in your life, you've had a good life, you know. But you know sometimes. I, I, I expect, and I look for better friends. You know what I mean? I, I look for those friends that I can invest into that are, uh, that I can trust. You know, uh, I've been blessed with so many good friends in my life. This, this family here that we have here, um, you know, just, just to know that, you know, my best friend in this life, my wife, I, I, I know I can trust her to the nth degree. There's, there's nothing I wouldn't trust her with, you know, and it's sad that this man, because of his place politically, uh, where he he's uh, he's in charge of Israel, you know, at least uh, you know uh, Judah and uh, uh, and soon made uh, you know king overall. and and he um, he has to write this about his son and his, his, his trusted counselor, Ahithophel. So Absalom betrays him. And second uh, Samuel, uh, we won't turn there or anything, and I usually will have uh, scriptures up there at least Sundays uh, Sunday morning and Wednesday night. Like to have those up there, but um, uh, but we uh, like like we all know Wednesday is a little bit different. But Second Samuel chapters thirteen through eighteen, if you want to go read these. But a quick summary is uh, David's daughter uh, Absalom, uh, sorry David's son Absalom, and his sister uh, Tamar, and David has another son named Amnon, and uh, this am amnon is a uh a wicked man and uh he has a sexual desire for his half sister which he knows is wrong and he's got such a desire that it said it made him physically sick so then he has an ungodly uh counselor what do we talk about in, in chapter uh chapter one you know it blesses a man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly uh he didn't heed that <laughs> and uh he uh he listens to him and this man tells him a way that he can rape his sister it's it's I don't mean to be blunt I don't but that's that's essentially what it is and he tricks what he does is he fakes sick and uh, when he's uh, he's got a plan and the guy even told him how to do it and everything hey just fake sick and then uh, ask for your sister to be brought in and when she comes in then uh, you can do what you want to do and and you've uh, done uh, the mission you accomplish your uh, evil evil mission and uh, he does it. He does a fake sick and uh, David hears that he's sick and you know looking in on him and everything he's like can you can you send Tamar to me that she would bake some food and that I may eat from her hand and uh, and so uh, when she comes, everybody else is in the room and they're checking on him and he asks everybody else to leave and uh, then uh, much to her protest. He overpowers her and rapes her and then immediately detests her and sends her out, has her dragged out of there. Uh, even after her arguing, "No, know what you just did to me, you know what this is going to do to me. Uh, and she's brought out, and Absalom hears about it. And uh, Absalom uh, believed that David was wrong, and however, David did or did not address that. So he decides that he's going to do his own thing, and uh, let's two years go by and 2 years later he he asked permission to have the sons of david brought in and when he does he's got a little team there he sets up an uh, an execution party a uh, a group of people they execute him and an absolute absalom runs off and uh there's some more deceit and and weirdness that ends up happening and uh david says that he can come back after he's killed abnon and uh, amnon and uh eventually he's able to come back and David excuse me David forgives him, but that's not enough for Absalom. and uh, Absalom's uh, desire for power and to be in control overtakes him. and uh, he then gets to a point where he's setting himself up in public where he can he can uh, as people are going to uh, to get rulings and and they're bringing legal matters, he sets himself up before they can get there, and he's like, you know, only if I was judge, I could take care of this. Only, so he starts giving people's favor because he starts ruling in their favor, and he gets people on their on his side. And then, as as he gets enough people, as soon as he has enough people, boom, the coup is on, and uh, and David finds out about it, and he's got to grab everybody and get them out of there. He leaves ten concubines back behind, and they all run. And this is where Psalm three is is addressing. He's on the run, and his son is uh, is 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 taking over. So uh, his his counselor has um, has uh, jumped ship and is now uh, now with his his son Absalom, who's trying to take his life. And that's Ahithophel. And Hushai uh, stayed with David, another counselor, and he counsels him, gives him godly counsel. And um, so uh, Absalom uh, then starts heating. Uh, Ahithophel's word and david is um is hearing uh from uh from Hushai, and then Abs- uh, ahithophel ends up you know pulling absalom aside and and uh tells him you know counsels him to go and lie sexually have sex with uh David's concubines that he leaves behind so they set up a like a public uh tent um so he could he he could be seen taking these women in and uh and lying with each of them you know which was uh, you know not not right either so but what it does is shows that he's now in control he's in charge you know david's gone everything here that was his is now mine uh, and it's part of the deal and uh he's in pursuit of uh absalom's in pursuit of david and um as he's uh, just seeking David down, a, ba- a battle ensues, and, and Absalom's riding a mule. and He's a good-looking guy. He's got long hair. And as he's riding, his hair gets caught in the terebinth tree, and he's hanging there. And uh, Joab gets to the point where he hears this, and there was a command from David that Absalom would not be injured. He wouldn't be hurt. Joab says, "No, oh, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do, and grabs Spear, whoosh, runs him through, and kills him he's he's tired of absalom he's had enough of absalom and uh so absalom dies um and uh and uh, david's not david's not um not pleased uh it's not a it's not a an accident it's not like a shocker uh, of what happened to Absalom you know that's you know when the lord tells us that we can trust in him and that he's gonna win our battles and fight our battles for us you know this man it was it was chasing after. Uh, his 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 father was uh, had the, a murderous mindset and and was ready to kill his father so that he could be king, you know, so he could be elevated. That that pride in him could be satisfied, which we know, all of us know. Even if he got to that point, he wouldn't be satisfied. It's it's just going to keep going. Our flesh isn't satisfied. It's never satisfied. It's never like ah. Cool. That's enough sin. I got enough. Now I can go back to you know seeking the Lord for righteousness. No, it's always utter destruction. And then you know, is it death or life? You know, we're presented those two options. Uh, so, gets to that point, and uh, Absalom lost his life. And so, when when we're reading this uh, Psalm three, uh, we can see here that you know many are they. It says in verse two, many are they that ri-, oh, Sorry, verse two, many are they that rise up against me. Many are they that say of me. There is no help for him in God. How many times can we read of that in the scripture? You know, where, where the, the mockers are there. And I, I know we talked about uh, Sandalat and Debiah that uh, Nehemiah had to deal with as they were, you know, rebuilding the wall. There, there are scoffers. There are people that are, are, are calling out against our faith all the time. And uh, we may not hear it. Uh, we may hear it. Don't let it be a deterrence. You know, David, David is here, he's running for his life he's got everybody he's got his family wife's kids wives kids everything and uh with something when something like that happens when when the kingdoms take over sons are getting executed just anybody who could take over a line uh you know uh, in line for the throne it's it's murder uh, it's widespread murder and chaos and uh just it's awful so david understands you know how serious this is, and verse two when he says, "Many are they who say of my soul, there is no help for him in God." That's the mocker, that's the scoffer. You know, and uh, um, you know whether we hear it or not, it's it, it it doesn't matter. You know, we understand where our help comes from. You know, uh, Psalm Psalm sixty two, where we just you know thank my Lord for saving this lost soul. But it's it's how I got it right here, where it's um, you know, my fortress. Uh, and I will not be shaken, you know we, I know my soul finds rest in God alone, you know um, you know where we can look at and meditate on on scriptures and understand that you know our help is in him. you know we may be uh, our enemy uh, may try to convince us that it's not or just those around us that it, that want to mock whatever, let them do their thing. Uh, we stand firm in our faith and, uh, and and not shaken. We need to trust in him. Verse 3 says, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard me from his holy hill. So when we look at verse 3 and we see here that he says, uh, you are a shield for me, the glory and the one that lifts, uh, lifts up my head. That we can trust in the Lord to be our shield, the one, the one that would protect us from uh, the, you know, the fiery darts of the enemy that are described in the scriptures to us that we know that, that God is the one that protects us. And uh, with the Lord as our shield, the one that's lifting up our head, our head goes down when we're weighted, when things are, are hard or, or heavy or anything. The Lord lifts our head up. Um, so much so that as our head goes up, we look to the sky and we can praise him. Right? It's it's not just a, a, a uh, that, was, that was quick. You know, it's that the Lord is our strength, that He's the one that can lift our head up so that we might see Him and we might praise Him. Not not it's that spiritual lifting of our head. It's the, the that our 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 head that our, our soul can still praise Lord the Lord and 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 cry out to Him. It says in verse 4, I cried to the Lord with my voice and He heard me. Just need to understand that. We you can go in you can go right into um, a revelation and see you know that 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 uh the prayers of the saints are poured out in front of the lord that the, the, the prayers are right there our prayers are heard whether we think it or not they are heard i know we briefly touched on this this morning continue in prayer that uh, will used to have a sticker on the back of his car that said Persist in prayer and I don't remember what car it was. I think it was a station wagon they had. I think it was a maroon uh, station wagon they had years ago. And I just remember the bumper sticker, Persistent Prayer. Just whether we feel like it or not, just continue to pray. You know, how many times have we looked into the scripture? Remember, you know, uh, John the Baptist's parents, barren. you know, and uh, they're, they're already past the age. There are countless examples of, of that. Your prayers have been heard. Oh, like, you mean the prayers from, yeah, from that far away. From that long ago, you know, those prayers are still heard. We just need to continue to persist in prayer. That's it. That's what it is, persisting in prayer. So just in the times that, uh, you know, David's having a bad day when he's writing this. You know, he, he's the, the situation he's in is absolutely dire. And and he right here is saying, you know, I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard me from his holy hill. Verse five, I laid, I, I laid down and slept. I woke for the Lord. He sustained me. David is saying that I could sleep. I could have a peaceful night's rest. And the Lord's going to wake me for he sustains me. I can go to bed knowing that I'm not going to die because it's the Lord that's sustaining him. Don't know about you guys, but I've uh, had a, a, a sleepless night or two uh, in my life. Uh, and I know all, uh, all of us can understand that. Um, that, uh, I love that Zach Williams uh, song. Zach Williams, yeah. Um, you know, fear is a liar. Who we'll Rob your rest. We'll rob your rest. Uh, it, that's, it's so, so true. Fear is a liar, you know, and a uh, powerful voice, a little, a cunning, not even a cunning voice, a, uh, uh, that whisper, that whisper that can be there. But uh, ha- I've had those times, um, you know, you go to bed at 10 o'clock. Uh, you're waking up at 4:35, whatever time you're waking up, and you can say, "I might have gotten 10 minutes of sleep," and just pure exhaustion, or whatever those heavy things that are on our hearts, that that uh, you know we can, that those circumstances that that overwhelm us, and that we allow to take over. You know, we can I encourage you. Uh, grab your your phone. Grab your Bible. Flashlight, whatever you need, just get into the scripture and go to the Lord and and just just read and say, Lord, I need you. Every hour I need you. You know, my one defense, my righteousness. Oh God, how I need you. Something like that. You can pray that. You can just, Lord, help me. You know, you know what's heavy on my heart. David is saying all this heaviness on his heart, and he can still get the rest he needs. He can lay. He says, I lay me down and slept. I woke for the Lord. He sustained me. Verse 6, I will not be afraid of 10,000 people who've set themselves against me all around. That's intimidating to think of. 10,000 people in a circle all around you. Camps. 10,000 people all after your life. And David is writing, I won't be afraid of them. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that. I, I will not be afraid of 10,000 people who've set themselves against Against me, all around. I love the the King James version. says, "I will not be afraid of ten thousand people who set themselves against me roundabout." You know, I, I I like the way that reads. It's it's got a a a, a neat way of. Uh, there's a lot I like about the King James. I just get lost sometimes reading it because I don't speak old English. So uh, it's I don't have anything against the, the King James other than our culture doesn't speak thou thus waxes cold where hence thou you know i just i there's some times that i read it and i it just it's, it's me it's my own limitation there's nothing wrong with it but i, I do like the the poets it's more poetic you know um but uh the, who have set themselves against me all around yeah you know, david is saying even though i'm surrounded by my enemies i'm not gonna fear because he knew that he knew that the lord uh, has, is gonna fight his battles that the Lord is His strength, the one that we can go, we can, we can trust in. There are, <clears throat> I'm sure that every single one of us that have placed our trust in the Lord, uh, and gone into a battle, saying, Lord, I, whatever that spiritual battle was, physical, hopefully not a physical battle, um, but that battle at work, that battle at school, that battle at, I'm going into this in in my family, there's total chaos or whatever it is. I don't know how to fight it, Lord. I need you to fight it for me. And he just does. You know, those those conversations where you're just saying, "I there's no way this is going to end up turning out good. There's no way. We've got to have this point of uh, there's going to be confrontation and they're going to do this and I'm going to be ready. I'm going to do this and they're going to say this. All of a sudden you get there and the Lord's got it all taken care of. You know, just trust in him. You know, for David in his circumstance, it was literally for his own life. His own head was on the line. Yeah, you know, we may not have those battles in our lives. We may, may not have to physically protect our own lives, but spiritually we we, we do. You know, we have to trust in the Lord uh, to protect us and we can trust in him. You know, I won't be afraid of 10,000 people. The world may be against you, you know, and uh, don't go around. I, I guess there's a thing there that, that we could pridefully go around and, you know, wield a sword and make all kinds of, of enemies. And I just say that because many in the church have done it. And they've caused a whole lot of grief for themselves and for everyone else. You know, it's it's just, it's nice to be able to know that if we follow the Lord and we're walking with him, that when these things come and we know, you know what, I haven't brought this about myself and I can just go to the Lord, lay it at his feet and he's going to take care of it. Even if it looks like, oh, wow, you know what? I thought he was going to do it and this still happened. In the end of it, we every single time we're going to be able to look back and go, the Lord never failed me. Here it is. So the we, we, the, the Lord uh, it can be trusted, and uh, He He is our trust. You know, if we're trusting in anything else, we're going to be disappointed at one point or another. Verse seven: Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for You have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone, and You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. That's that's curious to look at. Their cheekbone and their teeth. What are they talking with their mouths? You know, You've crushed their mouths. You know, they've got broken cheek, broke, broken teeth uh, of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord, verse 8. Uh, your blessing is upon your people. You know, when when David uh, is is literally on the run for his, the son that his heart was so, when, when when Absalom died, his heart was broken. David wasn't like, phew, great, he's gone. You know, it still broke his heart. But, you know, when, when David can talk about the enemies just just experiencing the punishment of the Lord uh, and, you know, where it says their jaw and their teeth broken, um, you, know, that's, uh, that, you know, if you think of um, Shimei, when, when David was on the run, Shimei stood across the water, right, cursing him, just continuously cursing him. And, and they're like, can I go over and kill that guy? And David said, no, let him do what he needs to do, whatever, whatever. He's gonna get his, and he ended up getting his. But you know, you've broken. Uh, what does it say? Uh, you've uh, you've struck all the enemies on the cheekbone, um, and uh, broken the teeth of the of the ungodly. That blow to the the spiritual face. Uh, you know, I, just a just a punch to the face. Thankfully, I've never. Uh, but I was in one fight in my life, and I was in fifth grade. And, uh, I never, I didn't, I didn't take the punch. I was all excited. You know, I can say that I haven't been, I've been hit in the face with things and it hurts, right? You know, we've all been hit with things or for me, uh, I've got scars all over my head from times that I've lost the battle with, you know, a TV corner or, you know, a rock on the ground and head sliding head first, you know, we get hit in the head. It hurts, you know, and, and it gets our attention and, and limits us. And, uh, you get, you get struck on the cheek or, you know, broken teeth. Any of us that have experienced Broken teeth, uh, you know, those nerves being expen, ex, uh, exposed. Whew. That, that, I remember I, uh, I was at, at, at my friend Jamie's house, and I think we were probably kindergarten, first grade or whatever, second grade, whatever it is. And we were playing outside. Something happened. I fell down. I chipped my tooth. And I still remember the pain. And I'm running home like I'm dying, you know, You know, and I just didn't know how to stop that pain. I didn't realize that my crying was the worst part. I just need to shut my mouth and, and I'll just get home. But that exposed, you know, you, uh, broken teeth uh, are, are something we don't want to experience. And those broken teeth spiritually, those painful things that are going to get right in. You know, I, I'm. I'd rather be on the other side of the Lord than than experiencing, you know, his his uh, his punishment. So, verse when verse eight says, "Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. We can trust in Him to save us from the situation that we're in. That's that's just so powerful. That's or or from the 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 enemy that wants to take literally take our life, life, or 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 just crush us. Whatever it is, you know that. You know, the, the the fact that I and I don't know where it comes from, but the I, I do because it's it's uh, it's satanic for somebody to want to sabotage somebody else for no good reason other than just to be wicked and evil um, that they want to sa- sabotage you for your job, you know, for for whatever it is those things we don't as Christians have to worry even even if they're they're successful in that and we lose our job god's got another thing in play in store for us we just trust in him and he's going to take care of everything the salvation uh, everything that we need it just belongs to the lord and and the lord's blessing is upon us we don't have to question that it's right in the word you know, we can just put our, our faith and trust in him and, and just know that he's the one that, that during that, that battle, that, that whatever it is that, that we face in our lives, just remember, go to Psalm 3, read it. You know, I know that this situation right here is all set up for my failure, but I know that the Lord is going to fight my battle. And we can look all the way through the scripture and we can't look and go, oh, if, if God only would have, you know, I know God promised he was going to take care of them. And oh, He failed there and that person lost her. God's like, oh, I just didn't get there in time. You know, oh, that army was too strong. You know, how many times, how many times were armies just wiped out by the Lord? You know, or hey, you know what, Gideon, you have too many people. No, not that many people. Not that many people. Not really. They're just going to take this small group of people and how you're going to know they're going to drink water like this. You know, God God just he's he's showing us this strength is not in us. You know, it's all in him for him to win our battles and and for him to fight them for us and we can just trust in him. Amen. Amen. Well, let's uh let's pray and uh and then we'll uh, actually share our prayer requests with each other if we have any and praises and go from there. Father, we are are blessed to know uh and to see here that uh that David in the the massive distress that he's in in his life. Lord, hopefully none of us know that type of uh, a stress where a a loved one that we should be able to trust is literally looking to 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 physically harm us and and to take our lives. But oh Lord, I know that uh, that we've all at one point or another faced a struggle, a a battle. Uh, maybe in one right now, whatever it is, Lord, that we know that we can trust in you and that you'll never fail us. And God, that the battle is yours and and we need to just wholly and completely place our trust in you and to seek your face and you'll carry us through. You'll give us the boldness that David wrote about that, uh, you know, as, as he's saying here that there are many increasing that trouble him and, and many that rise up against him and say that there's no hope in you. Oh, Lord, for us to understand that you're our shield, the one that lifts our head. God, that we would be able to trust in you as he did and, and lay our head down, knowing that you're, you're sustaining us. Lord, that we wouldn't be afraid of, of the enemy surrounding us, knowing that we have the one with us that fights our battle. You're so gracious, so loving. And we praise you for it, Lord. Minister to our hearts because we're so, uh, so quick to forget something this. Help us, Lord, to not get overwhelmed by our circumstances, but just to place them at your feet and trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.